Welcome to The Bold Podcast, a podcast designed to make you want to challenge yourself in your personal, emotional, spiritual, and family life to be bold, to share more of yourself with others, to live a life of passion, purpose, and authenticity. Bring it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Kristen. And I'm Janelle. And today, our theme is going to be talking about the Enneagram. And Janelle and I are both sevens on that. But Janelle, will you just give us just a quick little intro of what the Enneagram is? The Enneagram is a personality typing system. And um, it allows you to find out a little bit more about your personality and some of the things you might struggle with. Um, character traits. Character traits and things that you might be, your vices and things that you're strong in and things that you might need to work on. Mm-hmm. And um, Kristen and I are not Enneagram experts. If not you even want, close. <laughs> yes. If you want to know more about the Enneagram and like what type you are, there's a lot of podcasts out there. I like Enneagram and coffee. But um, there's a lot of things out there to learn more about that. But this podcast today is going to be talking about how we deal with our type and kind of some of the struggles we've had and some of the things that we've learned by knowing our type. But before we do that, let's do our highs and lows and GMOs. Awesome. GMOs are our God moments of the week. So our high point, low point, and our little God moment. Janelle, what were yours this week? So I got to go to a cheerleading competition. Oh, I'm so jealous. I only got to go for like an hour and see my daughter, but it was super fun. It brought me back to those days of cheer and I wanted to stay the whole day and watch sitting on a, in an ugly gym and watch all the excitement of the girls cheering. I don't know. It just brought me back to And your days. daughter told me, she's like, those aren't very much fun. I'm like, all I want to do now is go home and watch Bring It On. <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot awesome. of fun. It was fun to bring me back and watch her kind of be in her element. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Awesome. How about you? What was your high? My high point was that we survived kickoff of all of our programs last Sunday. So that was a very long, like 13, 14 hour day. But it was awesome full of amazing moments. And then my high point, my second high point is also still to come because tomorrow I fly to San Francisco for a girls weekend and I'm very much, things have been crazy. I'm just excited to physically be somewhere else for a couple days. I think that will help my mind and (laughs) mental health. Always good to get away. What about lows? Any lows? Well, I had a low yesterday. (laughs) It was really tragic. (laughs) I had this statue of Mary in, in our office and it has a giant bubble around her. And I was trying to take the bubble off. And it's I not did, a bubble. It's glass. It's, like, a, it's a glass a statue bubble. that was like encased in a glass. Yes. And it, I decapitated Mary. <laughs> it was one of the funniest. You guys, I got to watch this in slow motion, I feel. And I just, and I feel partly responsible because I was the one asking Janelle, like, why does this need to be encased in glass? This seems silly. And so she's like, I don't know. And she went to take it up and just nicked Mary's head. It was a clean cut, but it was all in slow motion. So we're going to take super glue today and try to fix Mary and get her head back on. Get her blessed. Get her blessed and make sure she has a place of love. So I had to say some extra rosaries yesterday. That was pretty comical. Oh, man. How about you? What about you? Um, My low is just... um, my daughter's fighting a little cold, and I've been in denial that I may be fighting it also. But it's, I think we're on the mend, and it's all good. But that's just, I get anxious when the first sniffles start. Just don't have time for it. So that's what I know. But my GMO plays into that a little bit because the first, the morning that she woke up with a cold, I go into panic mode because then I'm like, things are out of my control, right? She might end up sick. I might have to go home early from work and all this stuff. 
So I just prayed about it. I was like, okay, God, just like heal her, make her better. Like, and I just kind of offered it up and decided I had to let it go because it's not in my control. And that really helped. And she actually was a lot better than I anticipated. So I do think there was actually a little miracle in that as well for my sanity. <laughs> but that yeah. was just offering it up and letting it go and not trying to control it, I think helped me stay healthy longer and not just create that extra stress. What Good about job, you? Mom. Thanks. What about you? Um, my GMO was was programs this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we Kristen mentioned we had our kickoff for all of our youth ministry programs, and I run our middle school program. It's called Edge. It's Life Teen Edge, and um, I had a really good group of kids this year. Awesome. I'm really excited about our year. I thought the kids all wanted to be there. They mm-hmm. were enthusiastic. They showed leadership skills already in the first week, and they were really excited when I brought them Zots. So that was good. Awesome. Oh, Zots. Yeah. The official... The official candy of youth ministry. <laughs> All right, so let's move into this topic of being summons. Janelle, I'll let you set it up a little bit because I feel you are well better versed in, I don't know, the terminology maybe more or yeah. defining it. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to premise that Kristen and I both um, got tested as part of a parish staff retreat mm-hmm. like eight years ago maybe it's been a while a long time it's been a while before Enneagram was really even popular I would say yeah we had a priest that was at our parish for a couple years and he did a retreat where we all got tested and we both tested his type sevens Mm -hmm. which um plays out a little bit differently in think in both of our lives but one of the things that we learned through that process or at least I learned I can't Mm -hmm. speak for Kristen but Mm -hmm. um Enneagram type sevens usually tend to hide their woundedness Mm -hmm through um enthusiastic endeavors so they like Mm -hmm. to um they like to be busy they like to have fun they like to eat (laughs) they like to consume media consume Mm -hmm. all the things we talked about that in a couple podcasts before with Mm -hmm. our gluttony bring it but um we like to just have fun and we're always looking for the next thing Mm -hmm. the fomo we always have fomo yes because we can't do everything (laughs) yes so um what one of the things that i learned through typing and i think Kristen and i have really um learned throughout the years working together Mm -hmm. is that we like to hide some of our painful things Mm -hmm. with these experiences we like to have fun we like to um, do all the things Mm -hmm. so um one of the things that's helped me knowing that type and knowing that gluttony Mm-hmm. is my vice is that um, I really have gr- grown closer to God through this process of knowing this mm-hmm. because once I realized that I had a problem with gluttony and wanted to always be busy mm-hmm. and where God was using me to to look at times of quiet in my day where I had was forced to not always have all the things mm-hmm. and kind of be a little bit more disciplined, I I really grew in my relationship with him because it wasn't about the next thing and consuming this or consuming that, but it was about me being more disciplined and structured in my daily prayer life. And I know Kristen's had a lot of growth in that area too, yeah. if you want to share. Yeah, I think it gave learning about my type and just for more a little bit more information, there's nine different types. Um, and there's a couple podcasts, I wish I could remember his name, but there's um, a guy that's an expert in Enneagram and he talks about how every number, every type, has a different like he calls them childhood wounds yeah. and so for the sevens it's that like we avoid pain um, but everyone kind of has different things that they struggle with and different things that they excel at um, and for me I think it's really starting to understand my 
type and who I, it's shown me a little bit of who I've been or why I do things the way I do things. Um, and realizing that, like, I don't know what the types are of like my other family members and things like that, but recognizing that sometimes I do things very differently. And um, a lot of that I've noticed comes from that tendency to avoid pain. Like even I was just, as I've learned and looked back, I remember being in second grade. This is like the silliest thing. And I never could figure out like for years, I've been like, why did I do that? So in second grade, our entire class got in trouble. In We got in trouble in PE class. I don't know why. I cannot remember. But I remember the punishment was we didn't get to play at recess. Instead at recess, we had to stand against the brick wall. And for some reason that like terrified, I have like a great fear of like getting in trouble. Yeah. And so I totally, like I pretended to be sick and my parents came and picked me up because I was so scared to be in trouble and have to like stand on the wall. And then like, that was like one of the first things I thought of when I learned about my, excuse me, when I learned about my type and learned about being a set, that avoiding pain, I was like, oh, okay. And just kind of seeing that kind of tendency to pop up time and time again. Um, but on the gluttony side of things, I have a story from this morning that I think perfectly sums up being a seven. So I went to Target this morning to be, to go to Target and pick up necessities, you know, <laughs> you have to go to and Target. I, you can't leave Target. I can never leave Target without spending a minimum of $40. And all I needed to go in to get was deodorant and baby wipes. That was my list. But <laughs> I go in and it's fall, so there's pumpkins everywhere. Pumpkins. I've already been to Target about three times and I've already bought pumpkins every single time I've been there. Like little decorative, like fabric pumpkins. They're really cute. Put them all out. They're like toddler safe and cute decorations. Do I need any more pumpkins? No, you don't. No, I don't need any more pumpkins. Did I buy one pumpkin? You probably did. I bought seven. Seven (laughs) pumpkins? Oh my goodness. What kind of pumpkins? Felt, fabric, cute little decorative, but I mean... It was like, I couldn't just, it, that is like the gluttony, like it, all you the things. You can't just have You can't just buy one because they had it in four different colors. So then you had to buy, it was, I was just like, I got in the car and I was like, oh, this is just perfect. <laughs> this is total stuff. <laughs> and like the gluttony is not just about food, but it's just that like kind of addictive personality, like tendencies of like, yeah. oh, I don't just want one pumpkin. We're going to get seven pumpkins. Like, yeah. We're not going to watch... one happy hour. We're going to hop to a few happy hours. Or gonna... I don't want to watch one TV show. I want to watch the whole season. The whole season. Yeah, TV I, shows. Yes. I don't want a little bit of zucchini cake. I want the whole thing. <laughs> yes, the whole exactly. cake. Anyway, so that's kind of where, where I think God has used. Mm-hmm. Knowing this about myself, mm-hmm. like I said, it's helped me grow in relationship yeah. and see a lot, a lot of my woundedness. Yeah. That once I realize some of these wounded, and we'll t- we can talk about that in another podcast, mm-hmm. but like some of these wounds in my life where I'm trying to um, avoid the pain mm-hmm. of them, like you were saying, mm-hmm. when I actually, my counselor will tell me like, you actually need to feel that yeah. pain. Yeah. And what that means is just sit with it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, that's, that's hard sometimes it to is. do, but I know when I do that, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it makes me not want to have all the things sometimes because mm-hmm. it's actually... I'm I'm dealing with the pain inside of me and it's really helped me draw closer to God because I've, I've realized that he can help me in dealing with that pain when I sit with him. Yeah. And I think even though we're both sevens, we still have different personality traits. Like I'm very type A personality and very like control freak about everything. And so this is also, like you mentioned prayer early has also earlier has also given me more accountability in, um, 
like kind of when I when I'm recognizing that seven behavior, I'm avoiding things or I'm trying to control everything myself, um, which is often looking for the next thing or whatever, you know, busying myself. When I do take that time to slow down, that's when I can really like God reveals himself more to me. I'm he's starting to teach me more about myself and like, oh no, like the more I start to slow down, the more that becomes a little bit more regular of a habit. Yeah. And can start to yeah deal with some of those things instead of just busying myself or placing my worth in everything I can accomplish or get done and all of that. So yeah. I think that that has been really helpful to know. Yeah, it's not about the thing, it's about the relationship. Yeah. And when I focus on the relationship, whether it be with God or with somebody else and not mm-hmm. about what they can give me or what, what they can provide, mm-hmm. um, it, it's really helped me in growing in closeness to that person and mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there was something else you read earlier. We were just reading some different things about sevens, and there was something you said like our greatest desire yeah, is that we will be taken care. We'll be taken care of, which is like that totally strikes a chord with me because I feel like I always take on the provider role of like making sure everyone's taken care of. I think part of that is us as ministers, yeah. but I tend to over. I've learned that I often overdo that, so I don't let other people take care of me. Like I will try and do all the things at home even though my husband wants to help and wants to take some of those things off of my plate, right? But And you really yeah. want him to do those things, yeah. but sometimes we don't allow them to exactly. because we're yeah. so busy and we yeah. don't really even take the time to like sit down and like allow them to, yeah, exactly. to do that for us. Exactly. And I think in my relationship with God, sometimes I do that. Mm-hmm. I, um, I struggle, like I want to do... I want to do my litany of trust. I want to pray my rosary. I want to do my scripture. I want to do my Bible study. I want to do this and I want to do that. And then sometimes I'm realizing that God just wants me to sit with him. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what he, I actually need at that yeah. moment. And it's really hard to do. Yeah. yeah. Is the quiet yeah. of that. Yeah. I'm similar and I just try it. I think especially on the work nights when we're doing ministry, I get yeah. so that type of personality comes out and I have to check all the boxes. Yes. and. This week was a great example because there were so many things. I'm taking on some additional ministries right now. By the time I got to Sunday night, I like was probably the least prepared I'd ever been. But also for the first time, the least stressed I've ever been about it because I was my my prayer had to switch from God help me to get all these these things done and make sure I didn't forget anything to like just going back to wait, never mind. I'm your instrument. You yes. lead it. I will just You've got I'm here. God. Tell me what to do. Yes. So that and that I think is what really helped me to just refocus on what was really important. And that takes time to yeah. to get to the place mm-hmm. where you can do that. Yeah. And but once you do, yeah. it's so freeing. Yeah. And it makes us such better ministers because we're present to the people in front of us and not the task list at hand. <laughs> and you you have to realize, I think being youth ministers for so long too, that we always we don't always see our fruit of our labors. And so we have to remember constantly that God does have it and he's going to take care of whatever the people that need to be there will be there. So let that, let him do that and not stress so much about it. Amen. Okay. It's gluttony break time. Gluttony bring it. All right. Janelle went all out for our, our seven Enneagram gluttony theme day. Yes. I actually baked something. I made um, zucchini bread, but it's not any zucchini bread. Do I see chocolate chips in it? Of course it has chocolate chips. Good. Who doesn't put chocolate chips in their zucchini bread? I think it's sacrilege not to have chocolate chips in your zucchini bread. No nuts, just chocolate chips. Yeah, no nuts. I hate nuts. So I'm going to cut you some. Okay. Um, Do you want it warm? 
I, I'm going to trust you on this. This is your okay, let's endeavor. Just, I think it's hard on a podcast to do that. <laughs> we, don't but, need to, we don't need to find a microwave right now. But... Um, you put butter on it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it is gluttony, bring it. Um, <laughs> so you need the butter. I, I, I don't know. Am I the only one that puts butter on their zucchini bread? No. Okay. I didn't know if I was just... Like, well, I'm asking another seven. <laughs> Amanda, do you put gluttony on your butter? Do <laughs> you put gluttony on your I don't put gluttony on my Amanda's here, bread. for those of you who didn't know. <laughs> I, I broke the veil. <laughs> Our producer does Our not producer. add extra gluttony to her to her gluttony. It must be a seven thing. All right, I'm very excited about this. I haven't made any baked goods in so long. This looks amazing. This is zucchini from my dad's garden. Ooh. He's a master gardener. Ooh. I think it's pretty good. That's delicious. Mm. I love zucchini bread. And the Me chocolate too. chips. Yeah. And no nut combo. That's yes. what's important. No nuts. See? Yep. My mom puts walnuts. Why would yes, you do that? Everyone, yeah, they put walnuts on banana bread. No. 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 I agreed. That's just we, a weird... Let's not do that, no. people. No. It's a major... It's a major sin. Not good. <laughs> mm, so good. Well, that was our commercial of gluttony. <laughs> Actually, because it's also gluttony themed, I figured we'd go big or go home. All right. So I also brought a special treat today. Double to gluttony. Share. Double gluttony. We're just embracing this vice of ours. Actually, triple because I brought two kinds. <laughs> See? All the things. Go big or go home. So this is my new favorite snack. They're so good. I brought two flavors. These are perfect oh, bars, which are... These refrigerated are protein bars they're so good um so i brought a dark chocolate chip peanut butter with sea salt and what? a trail mix which is apparently a pacific northwest only flavor they're basically they're protein bars that are basically like eating raw cookie dough no they're so good so don't you get these in like the refrigerated section yeah they're in the refrigerated section like get them dough. at trader joe's because they're way cheaper at trader joe's and trader joe's is the only one i've seen with the trail mix kind Oh my um, gosh. It's seriously like eating cookie dough. So, but there's this is like. healthy? Well, I mean, it's healthier. <laughs> it, I, you can't look at it in terms of health, but it has 15 grams of protein. So but it is like cleaner ingredients. Um, the perfect bar. The okay. perfect bar. They They're delicious. It's really good. They're so good. It's just, it's basically cookie dough protein bars. So. Have we had the cookie dough ice cream? Sorry, that's a wrong topic. <laughs> you have to bring that next time. The cookie dough ice cream. Cookie the dough cookie cafe. dough ice cream? There's so many cookie The dough. cookie dough cafe? Oh, it's not ice cream. It's just cookie dough. Oh, yeah. You're right. It is cookie dough. <laughs> that's what I meant. The cookie, the dough. cookie dough, like cookie dough bar. Like, ah, it's so good. Sorry. Off topic. See, this uh, is where we go. We spiral quickly as sevens with the, the gluttony. Yeah, we want it all. We want it all. Oh, good, good choice, Kristen. Those are delicious. Yeah. All right. Should we move on to how we were bold? Yes, how week? we were bold this week. So, this week I had quite an encounter. I talked a little bit about the cheer competition. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting next to two women that their daughters are on my daughter's uh, cheer team. And I was just chatting with them and I realized they asked me what I did. I said, I'm a youth minister, asked me where. Come to find out that um, they're both ex-Catholics. Mm -hmm. So um, it was actually some really good conversation that I had. And I was just really like kind of said to them, like, Jesus loves you and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And um, just kind of spoke truth to them. 
mm-hmm. about who they are. And you know, it's just the beginning of conversations with both mm-hmm. these women. I just kind of got to know their stories a little bit, mm-hmm. but that was my way of being bold is just being honest about who I am and mm-hmm. speaking truth to them. And mm-hmm. hopefully the relationship will grow into something more where I can hopefully yeah. maybe even just talk about Jesus with them mm-hmm. a little bit. So awesome. it was pretty cool. Awesome. I, I think it. that's, that's awesome because I feel like so many people that walk away from the church when they find out what we do tend to like either want to avoid or apologize or whatever. And I think it's so important that we just meet them where they are. And that like, just because I work in the church doesn't mean like you have to come to mass on Sunday. Otherwise we can't be friends or we can't talk. Like it's really about just journeying with people and being present to them wherever they are. So awesome. Yeah, it was good. My boldness for this week, I think it was on the last podcast. I talked about trying to slow down my yes. Yes. So I actively have said no to a few, like all good things and lovely things, but was very intentional about starting to say no to things this week because there's just too many things already. And that was really, I think, important for me because I struggle with that. I'm a yes person. I want to help. And so slowing that down and saying, no, I cannot do that. And saying it very lovely and politely, but no, I can't, was very um, freeing to me and It also, and I realized, especially in this time period right now with all of our programs kicking off, we always have so many families that come through with so many different circumstances. And it's really easy with the sheer volume of people to just be like, just sign up for this, just follow the program, just get in, you know, and just try and get everyone to do the exact same thing, but realizing everyone has different situations going on. And so I think saying no to a few things has helped slow me down enough that I have been able to better listen to some people's stories that are coming in with extenuating circumstances and needing this or needing that. And I think that that's just really important because instead of just trying to shove them into a, like a one size fits all program, just listening to them and having them feel heard and all of that has been really important. And just saying no to some things has helped me, helped me to be more intentional and present to the people in front of me, which goes back to that Enneagram thing of not busying ourselves right yes. and just slowing down to what's right in front of us in the present moment so yeah and not always thinking about with enneagram you're always thinking about for our type yeah. we're always thinking about future we're future yeah. focused yeah versus yeah. being in the present now. it's so important so. to be in the present with people especially when you're ministering to them yeah. so good job Kristen. Yeah. thanks all, all right. right so we wanted to let you know that you could send feedback to the bold pack the bold podcast pdx at gmail.com we'll take any feedback you want to give us and you can follow us on instagram at the bold podcast pdx and we're looking forward to seeing you soon and soon all right on the airwaves have a good day guys